You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come up, take it away by Wix. Let's see Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football, balls for everyone's taste. I am Mike Bishner and joined as always by the content king himself, Mr. Alex Middleton. Thank you to everybody. What's up, dude? Good good to be back in in the saddle again. I think that the was Bon Jovi said that. Yeah, Bon Jovi also wrote that song. Yeah, I thought it was Din Lizzy. No, it was Bon Jovi. Yeah, he was in it. People don't know that. How you been? It's been like a month, man. How you been? Pretty good. Staying busy. I'm doing like a billion podcasts now. No big deal. But you're doing a whole other podcast. So like, yeah, we're both just just podcasting away, dude. I don't know how you do it. Like this week, because I'll so get to the inside. What's that? What's that called? Like behind? What was that? Breaking the, the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth. No, but that was the what was that like, behind the interview thing? Inside behind. the actor's studio. There we go. Bringing you inside the podcaster's studio. The so, lion, the witch, in the wardrobe. My wife uh, and her family are in Hawaii right now, uh, enjoying themselves. I stayed behind because I don't. You know, America sucks and we don't get enough vacation time at work. So I had to save that time to go visit my parents because I haven't seen them for two years. Because there's a thing going on right now still. Yeah, but, so, um, so, they, so I'm like bored as fuck. So I was like, I'm going to fill my time. And so I created, so I've been doing like, so I do my Waffle Box podcast. But then I did like a, this is a clever, so we do a, a late night syrup. So I like on Twitch. It. I just do interviews late nights on anyone who wants to be interviewed. And so I did that last night from 11 to like 12.30. And then I'm doing this. And then after this, I'm recording Waffle Box for tomorrow. And then Thursday, I've got another one um, with a guy from the Greatest Movie Podcast, blah, blah, blah. And that's only four. Nice. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But you're like, we worked it out. You're on 11 podcasts this week. Well, really, 11. it's just like six. And then I do like my, my job is morning radio. So... That's okay. not like a podcast, but you turn it into a podcast, so you can count. I mean, it's it like a re- yeah, it's impressive. a replay, but you're still recording it. I guess so. That's like my, that's like my job. Like I enjoy it. I love doing that. I wouldn't consider that a podcast though. But so you was on, what was on beer, sports, whatever. See, is that I was on sports, whatever. Yeah, beer, sports, whatever. Yesterday with Michael Brown, we were we were hanging out for a while. That was cool. Uh, I'm the first three-time guest on that show, so big shout-out to me. I didn't know that until yesterday, but uh, that was cool. Well, maybe he'll invite you next time. Maybe he wants to talk soccer. Um, Like, I did that. I do big – or pass the gravy bro. That's three times, like, Sunday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and then Wednesdays I do pass the gravy, and then Tuesdays I do this. So it's, like, six podcasts this week. Good thing I enjoy doing it. 
Yeah. And I'm sure your your missus is like enjoying the six times a week where she's having to listen to you only one half the conversation. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, she's about? on Passing Baby Bro, so she, is. she does get to be a part of that. She is. And Pat. Pat's on there quite a lot. So yeah, he's, sometimes. He's trying to get in on your content king status. He's yeah, he can do it. Piggyback. I'm cool with it. Anybody wants to help. How long has that got left to go? Their biggest brother. I would say about a third of the way. Oh, shit. Because that's been, what's that been going on for like two weeks now? So what, it's another... Uh, this is week, week five. Now? Week five of it. They usually go to about 12 weeks. Jesus Christ. So what, you so you were doing it before we ended our first season? Yeah. Really? Was you? Yep. That doesn't correlate in my brain. Whatever. Well, maybe because you weren't paying attention, bro. I don't, I don't watch it. Maybe I'll check it out because I'll be bored as fuck. Like yesterday, I was so bored, I got in my car and drove 20 minutes to Target just to buy a small bag of dog treats and I drove back again. Like, I could have gone somewhere closer, but I was like, fuck it, I'm bored. Let me just kill some time. I'm going to Target. <laughs> That's how bored I am that I was looking forward to going to Target. Yeah, just watch Jeez. Big Brother then, dude, and then you can listen to Pass Your A, bro. When's, when's, is that on NBC? CBS, CBS. Paramount Plus. At 9 o'clock? That's nine 8 o'clock your time, I guess. Wait, 8 o'clock Eastern. Time? 7. Okay, it's 8 o'clock. Maybe, maybe I'll check it. Is there any drama? Any, uh... Oh, there's drama. There's drama, all right. Has there been any fisticuffs? No fisticuffs, but some stuff's going down this week. Oh, shit. Maybe I will check it out. Eight yeah. O'clock. Live on CBS. Um, but do you know what else is back? Sports! I mean, yeah, sports man. gone away because we had, what, the, the Euros, the Copa America, the Gold Cup, the Olympics. It's been a sports mad summer. Speaking of the Lots Olympics, of sports. Did you? I know you were very proud of the Americans how they did in the, in, in the old Olympics, but did you did you watch much of it, or was you just kind of like yeah, uh, Olympic champions? I think you mean that's what the U.S. is. I watched the Olympics like almost every day. Did you watch? Because I found out about it late, so I'm like binge watching it. Did you watch the Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg highlight show? Uh, I saw a couple of them. That's it's pretty funny. It's great. If you haven't watched it and you you want to catch up on what happened in the Olympics, it's already over. I didn't realize it was over that quick. That's what she said. It's two weeks. But yeah, two weeks. One on, in and out. Boom. I didn't even see any of the elastic. I didn't see any of the hundred meter sprint. That's normally my favorite thing to watch. Who won it? Spoiler alert. Spoil it for me. Who won? The uh, the hundred meter sprint. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I just know where the U.S. won the most golds and overall medals, and that's all that matters. So you was a stereotypical American. If America weren't winning it, fake the channel. Um, sort of, yeah. Depending on what it was, if it was something cool. I'd watch it. Joe, I did. I did watch though. It was hilarious. I, I felt bad. I shouldn't have been laughing, but there was like the, you know, the discus throw. Mm-hmm. I was watching it, and it was pouring with rain, and they didn't stop the competition. So you just had all these people doing the spinny spinny thing and then falling over. There was about six or seven of them in a row, and eventually there's like, okay, maybe we need to stop. All right, let's not do that. Yeah, it was like that's pretty funny. Put, I didn't know they did that. If they put the Benny Hill theme song over that, that'd have been 
even better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Giants and West Ham back this week, so we can finally watch them again. But So should we talk about... Should we look forward to the Giants preseason, or do you want to talk about West Ham for a little bit? What did you want to? Uh, let's let's talk let's talk Giants first. Go Giants first. Obviously, we've signed some more free agents, and Saquon Barkley is back in the saddle. His little practices. I've been all, I've been watching those videos on repeat of where all he does is like jog ten yards and just catches a really soft throw. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you scored a touchdown today. Scored a touchdown today. Graham Gano was like, hey, I practiced my extra points because Saquon came back. He's going to score a lot of tighties this year. So it's good to see Saquon back. They're going to ease him in. I wouldn't expect him to play this weekend against the Jets. I don't don't think he necessarily needs to play uh, preseason. Maybe he just hangs out a little bit. Let's not not risk getting Saquon hurt. But uh, I think he'll, he'll be able to go week one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be. I mean, realistically, what preseason games? You never. You're gonna see the. Like Danny Dimes is probably gonna maybe do like three or four snaps, and then he'll be put on the bench to rest. Yeah. So it's not gonna be a major thing. But do you know, I'm still, like, no season before. I don't know why, but I am so hyped to watch that Jets game on Saturday. Even though it's it's, it means nothing, but I'm just excited just to see whether Kadarius Tony. Yeah, what he can do. Um, can I mean, I wouldn't expect them to get too much, but we are going to have we have an abundance of wide receivers, so we're going to have a lot of them having to kind of just play later into the game, just because like we have so many, which is a good problem to have. We haven't had that issue in a long time, and you can't ever have like too many receivers. It's, it's nice to follow a team that has depth. We'll get into that right. Later. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but again, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before we took our break, but. Just from watching some of the videos from the training camp, I am so excited to see because it's going to happen at some point this season with the old fake play and then throw it to Kadiris Tony and he launches like some seventy yard throw or some shit. We're gonna get some of that this year. It's gonna. Yeah, be- I'm pretty stoked about that. That's bound to happen at a certain point this year, but I don't think we're gonna see it in preseason. You don't think we're gonna? See- I, I was. I was- Kind of you don't want to give maybe. anybody like a read, and then they're like, "Well, they did try this in the preseason." Oh, okay. you know, like, so you mean you're not going to see that? You don't want to show your hand. Pre- no, 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 no. Yes, but I thought, I thought you meant we wasn't going to see him at all during the preseason. Oh. No, I definitely think we could see something like that from him during the regular season. I just don't think you like pull out those tricks in the right. preseason. No, but to what I said previous seasons, especially last season, was that we was very one-dimensional offensively and we mm-hmm. got found out a lot whereas now this season where we have an abundance of wide receivers we have saquon and other running backs back and then we have that in our back pocket of Kadiris tony can throw like a motherfucker we actually have some like multiple angles at which we can go at defenses and it's kind of exciting yeah, it, I mean, if that offensive line is really like what I think it comes down to at the end of the day, again, like it's it's all about that. And if, if we can get an offensive line that's gonna like, like I think they've been kind of banged up in the preseason and training camp and stuff. Uh, if we, we can get healthy, if if we can get guys going and like actually defending or actually like uh you know blocking for Danny Dimes, like we're gonna be, I think we're gonna we're gonna have a solid offense. It it just it it lives and dies with them again. 
Because if, if they fuck it up like they did in the beginning of last season, then that just that spirals out of control and, and, and it can get ugly quick, like we saw. So hopefully they've figured they figured those issues out. I know the judge like retired two of these guys, basically. Two of the guys during camp were like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I think it was Looney from the Cowboys that signed with us, just like, oh, yeah, I just do want to run laps. And they were like, all right, well, later, dude. So like, oh, yeah. judges got the guys that want to be there. In he camp. picked on me. Oh, shut up. We got fights going on, dude. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Like, I'm. I'm just happy the Giants are back, and I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be like glued to my TV or my iPad or my computer or whatever it is that I'm watching the game on uh, on Saturday. But the whole that fight situation that annoyed me, like because you had so many people on. I mean, I know shocker. People on Twitter have bad takes. <laughs> Who the thunk? But when I was like, oh, why is Joe Judge treating these people like kids? They're pro athletes. Was, well, because they go into a stupid childish fight <laughs> in training. Like, they're not professionals in that moment, so fuck them. Yeah. But I did post that video. I imagine that, that. Do you remember the, um, from the MTV Movie Awards where uh, mm-hmm. the Matrix? Sean Paul, Sean Paul, Sean Paul. That's why I had in my head, like, Danny Dimes at the bottom. But. <laughs> Uh, but anything else? Because yeah, so we've signed some more people. It's all looking good. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm still goddamn hoping that Danny Dimes has a, an amazing season. Because I'm so. It's gonna be this season. Sick. He's gonna bounce out. He's gonna break I'm, out. Leave I'm so Dimes. sick of the fucking miserable people who are just like, well, this is this is gonna be like if he doesn't make it this season or he's blah, blah, blah. why are you being so negative going into like wait like chill just fucking yeah and, like it's not like life. a it's not like a like a, a new take you know like find a new slant bro like, oh, just, no, i get what? it you watch espn you just regurgitate what you saw on tv believe in something man or just support the team stop being so miserable yeah don't be a dick don't be a dick um, speaking of not being uh, miserable, I mean, is there much more to say right now? Because I know it's still, I think the hot takes are going to be from after we see what the people are going to be doing on the field in the next couple of weeks. Uh, is there anything else that stands out to you about the Giants that you're kind of excited about? Uh, no, I kinda, yeah, just we'll break down like the first preseason game as much as we can. And then if anything else has happened, yeah, I, I don't see a ton of stuff that we, we don't need to get into X's and O's too much this week. Going to bring up the playboard. Oh, so I think if this guy, this is... <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we don't do that this week. Well, that we'll say that for next week. I think I might be able to, like you could like share the screen. And I could we could really get some funky things. On you definitely screen. could. Maybe not. Maybe I've got to say when I really get exposed as not knowing much about what I'm talking about. Um, but speaking of being miserable and negative towards the team you support. That's, I'm going to be negative and miserable about the team I support in West Ham United. What the... Like, okay. Preseason, we have done very, very well. Benny Hanna seems to be finally... Happy birthday today, by the way. Did you see that volcanoes for everybody. Did you see that video? He put, like, That was a bit of a over-the-top birthday celebration for him. Did you see that? I didn't see. I didn't see. He has like a clear plastic... Well, I don't know what it was made of, but it's a clear throne with his name on it. 
And then besides it was a giant S and a giant B. And it was like gold thing. It's like, but it was, he was on his own. He was on his own though. So it was clearly it was just either like him and his missus, I guess, who went through all this trouble just for this Twitter video. Just get what's wrong with a cake and some candles. Dude, let him do what he wants, bro. But as long as he scores goals, I'm cool. But I was right though, because like, I always I said it last year and I said it a million times that once he finally scores his goal, that's it. It's gonna unleash the real sideburn and I was gonna, will the real sideburn Rama please stand up? And there he's got the slim shady mm-hmm. bleach blonde hair. But he, I mean, I haven't obviously been watching all the games all ninety minutes, but I've been watching highlights of the preseason games. He is really coming out of his shell. He's been fantastic yeah, dude. preseason. And I mean, obviously we're not bringing Lingard back. God damn it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like that ship sailed, I think. But yeah. if we could get somebody to produce over there, like, like that'd be awesome. We're going to lose that, that threat that Lingard posed. But if Antonio can stay healthy. So like, I don't, I don't know. I would assume Antonio plays in 75% of the games this year. Yeah. 70% of the, the EPL games, at least. Um, we we definitely need as much offense as we can have going forward there. Uh, I know I know we got Suchek and everybody up there, but but I'm hoping that it looks like Bowen's been looking good in preseason as well. Uh, I, I really think that um, the guys that we we need to step up, they they I I feel like will. I I think Connor Coventry even uh, mm. we were gonna loan him out, and Moyes was like, no no no, actually let's let's hold off on the loan. We need to keep him. I mean that also means that we're not just signing anybody. So he was just like, damn it, all right, we'll keep Connor then, but. It's good to see him staying up in the, with the squad too. At least that shows that they have a lot of faith in him, and also that our owners are cheap. Uh, yeah, and uh, he came out on on this Sky Sports interview in the UK, saying how obviously he wants to add more. What's he had competition to the squad? But he was also saying, I can't guarantee anything. Um, so yeah, I think we need that because I worked it out. Minimum, like literally bare minimum. <laughs> We are playing forty six games next year, and that that is obviously thirty eight Premier League games, and that's if we get knocked out in the group stage in the Europa League, and we get knocked out in the first round of both cups. So that's like a bare minimum forty, wait, forty six games. But I mean, realistically, it's like fifty five ish games probably. So yeah, I mean, if realistically. When the 50s. Realistically, we're going to, worst case scenario, because of all the other teams that are in the Europa League, worst case scenario, we're probably going to finish, worst case, third in the group, which would then put us in the Europa Conference League knockout. So it's at least another two games there. And I don't, so yeah, it's 50-ish games. 50-ish games. And we still have, well, technically no out-and-out strikers in the squad, which... I, I did. did you, I, I almost appreciated it though when they was like, I guess David Moyes was like, "Hey, I need a new number nine for my for my squad," and so I was like, "Hey, Antonio, do you want to change your number to number nine? There you go, pow, got you your new number nine. Oh, well, he or he was already in the squad. Nope, got your new. Nope, number nine. new jersey. Anybody hold the jersey up. There's your video done. New player, new signing. Okay, does um, it work? Okay. Yeah, they like changed everybody's numbers around. I think Ben Rama changed his number to twenty-two. Did, did Sue File change his number? Somebody changed it. Like there were a couple of guys that changed their numbers. I think it was only Antonio and Ben Rama. I okay. Think. Oh no, no, someone. 
Or did someone... No, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. So Antonio took Ben Rama's number nine shirt and Ben Rama went to 20... I want to say 22. Ah, uh, okay. But it's just like his dad's number or something like that. Um, but so far with the transfer window... That's glitch out a bit. No. Um, so we have six new signings to West Ham this year so far. And this is including Craig Dawson because technically we signed him in this transfer window because he lost one last year. But we have Alfonso Alfonso Ariola, nipple man, nipple goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, from that's probably the biggest one. Yes. I'm happy about that one. But then we have Pierre Equa from Chelsea, but he's cool basically just, he's just going to play in the under twenty threes. Thierry Nevers, again another nineteen year old player from Reading. Armstrong Okaflex, nineteen year old from Celtic, and Brian Kinnear, goalkeeper from Rangers, who's also about like eighteen. So we we bolstered up our under twenty threes, but Aye. realistically. I mean, I'll try to stay positive. I'm thinking maybe, hey, we're just signing all these under-23s because Our future. We're, now, we're now going to start bringing up some mm-hmm. from our mm-hmm. squad this year. So we're going to bring give the youth a chance. But it's it's as positive as I try to be. We need more, really. But they're not going to be able to do that now. It's not like they can go out really and just... Like, when, how long is the window open for? I don't know these things. I think it's closed. Actually, I think it. Where is it? Because I want to say it closes before the first game. So I think it's like a week, less than a week. But uh, so then, yeah, we're not going to sign anybody then. And if we do, it's going to be somebody like last second. But like, it's not, it's not like you're going to be able to bring in a ton of depth. And that's that closes until about Christmas, right? Oh, okay. So it looks like so the transfer window ends on the thirty first of August. So we've still got time. But yeah, it's still not a good look right now. I, I, and with Europa, you would have thought we would add a lot more than that. But I don't know. Maybe they see something we don't. They did last year, or it just only, worked out for him at least. It's the only. I guess it's a, it's a good and bad thing is because with like Pellegrini and Bilic before him, they would be like, okay, we're not getting what we want, but we need players in the position, so they will just get anyone. Whereas David Moyes seems to be like, well, if I can't get what I want, then I'm not getting anything. So no, yeah, I'm not just gonna add one, add a player, which I like that in theory, but I can just I just see it in the like we're gonna like, <laughs> yeah, and then gonna get injured right. in the first couple of games of the season, and we're gonna be fucked. Why the fuck couldn't we just sign Jesse, dude? They didn't even move him. He's, I, I like, he's, why, why? It makes no sense. He's either going to get sold to someone or they're going to sign him to a new deal and he's going to sit on the bench for another year. I don't know what happened there. But apparently, I guess Ollie's going to social must have said something to him and he's happy to stay. But realistically, with the players they brought in... you don't. Yeah, there's not really a spot for him. No, there's not. So... Because I think where he plays, ideally, they have Bruno Fernandes. And 
I don't think Bruno Fernandes is as good as everyone fucking hypes him up to be because, oh, look at all the goals he scores. And yeah, he scored like 20 goals last year, but 18 of them were penalties. So it's like, relax. But I think he starts over Jesse in, on the Man United team. So. Yeah, I do too. So I don't know what he's, what, whether it was his idea or whether West Ham couldn't pay the money that they wanted or I don't know. Are we getting sold? Is, are we set? Like, what is this P P I E P E I P A P A I investments? I don't know. So it, they, they, I guess they, they seem pretty confident because the owners of the London Stadium have already agreed in principle to sell the stadium to them if they get sold West, if they get control over West Ham. So. I, I thought that was a bit weird, though, how they've had talks with the stadium owners before they've, you know, made any headway in this deal to take over West Ham. But unless they already have, and we just don't know about it. I, I, I just don't know this, but if because they've put apparently they've put in a bid and they've shown proof that they have the money to spend, I really don't understand what is stopping Golden Sullivan from selling the club because they must know that they are generally majority of the <laughs> fan base hated so if they can get their money i don't know why i mean even yeah. because i believe they are west ham fans i believe that but even as myself if i'm a west ham fan and i own west ham but i'm just getting so much hatred from the fan base you just sell it just to get like, them yeah, off your back you know what? yeah i was well it's not worth it i don't want to just to ruin my love away whatever. I'll just get rid of it and make my... As long as I get my money, I'm happy. But they seem to be... Because I... Maybe I'm hopeful in that maybe things are further along than they let on because maybe that's why there wasn't money to sign Jesse Lingard or whatever. like Because maybe they're like, hey, I'm not going to spend my money on transfers because I'm going to be selling the club in right. a couple of weeks. So... That's what I'm hoping, and then they sell it okay. soon, and then they're like, "Hey, let's just buy everybody." I mean, we missed the trick on Messi. That'd have been good. That'd have been a good first that'd move. Have, from that would have been sick. Woman's sick. That was a whole strange fucking situation with Messi. Like he's gone to PSG, but why? Because, it's, because it's not... you're going to crush it every year? Like, you already... Like, is it them and Martial and Leon are, Lille. like, the only, the only like... Is it Lille that won the, won the French League last year? Surprising. Oh, I don't know. They, they, they were, like, basically the French version of Leicester City. Like, what? They won? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, it's usually, like, PSG. And they just got, like, the best soccer player on Earth. So, like, okay, they're going to win again this year. Him, Neymar, Mbappe. How are they not going to score a billion goals? Uh, they're probably going to win the Champions League. You think? Thank God we're not in the Champions League this year. Mm. I'm betting PSG to win the Champions League. But I mean, on side side, I mean, people have been saying, like, why would PSG spend, I think it works out with a signing on bonus and his salary is like basically 50 million that they're spending on Messi. Over the course of his two-year contract, I think it's a two-year contract. I think, but I mean, let's be realistic. Like, you know how it works around the world. I bet 
within the first week, they make that money back in shirt sales. People a million, like uh, they probably already have, dude. On like, like pre-ordered shit, like so a million many... percent, they make that money back right away. Like, I remember but a couple of few years ago when Neymar signed for PSG. Like, I in the town where my wife's parents live. You'd never see a, a soccer shirt around. The, it was almost like a week after Neymar signed for PSG. I saw so many people just walking around with a PSG jersey with Neymar on. I was like, what the fuck? Like, if you get the right player, people yeah. spend money on that. And I, yeah. I own a PSG jersey. I own very few non-West Ham jerseys. Like, most of them are USA jerseys. But I have a... Uh, an Ajax one. There's like an alternate kit. It's like a training kit, but it looks cool. It was like gold, and I just like I think Ajax looks cool. And then I have a PSG one because I liked that Jordan brand one when they went when they were in the Champions League. That black and white one. I thought that was pretty sick. I, I didn't get anybody's name on it. I just got a blank jersey, but it was like Jordan started sponsoring him. I thought you just said you didn't own a PSG jersey. I said I do own a PSG jersey. Oh. I was like, I don't own a PSG. I don't own a lot. I don't own a lot of of non West Ham jerseys, is what I said. No, I think back in the day, I think I might have owned a Barcelona jersey at some point, just because I thought it looked cool. I have Dynamo jerseys too. I have a couple of Dynamo jerseys. Of course, of course. But yeah. Um. But then let's let's put the negativity aside. Let's look forward this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, West Ham kick off the Premier League season. Well, not kick off. They kick off their Premier League season. They start their year, yeah. Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, uh, which would mean that's, what, 2 p.m. British time, West Ham versus Newcastle. First proper game of the season for West Ham. What do you think? Because I remember last... Was it last last season we started... That started the season with Newcastle when... Got bitch slapped. We also made Europa last season, so a hundred percent of the last seat, last time we've played Newcastle as our opener, as far as I can remember, then we've made Europa League. So it looks like we're gonna have another solid season. Probably top six finish. I think we're gonna win, though. We're gonna win. This is a different West Ham team. This is a West Ham team with big dick energy this year. All right, we're gonna carry some big dick energy out there, and I think I think we're gonna fuck. Newcastle up because even though we have a very similar looking West Ham because of the players involved it's, I think it is going to be a slightly different because from what I saw and heard during the preseason I think Lanzini's been playing in a slightly different position where he's kind of more pulled back into the midfield so he's kind of playing with Rice and Suchek Kind of mm-hmm. being that middleman, so it's gonna be, I guess, maybe like a, I guess, what is it, the diamond, diamond formation with like Antonio up top, and then maybe Ben Rama and someone else, and then Lanzini being that middleman between the Rice and Suchek. But I think Ben Rama has I don't to start. Mind that. I think you, I think you start him in the beginning of the season for sure, and just I mean, Moyes is gonna Moyes has a kind of a. A short leash on him. It, at least he did at the end of last year. I don't know. He's like in the preseason. He maybe he's entirely changed his tune on him. Like Ben Rama's given him a reason to. 
And if if he can continue, and it's just like that's what like he can just be our our one of our our top contributors goals wise this season. Like I think like that's gonna be super beneficial, especially in the EPL where we're having to share everything else with the with Europa as well. There's gonna be games where we need everybody to be able to kind of carry the team, and and if Ben Rama can do that a lot more than last year, where he was and he had one goal the final game of the season. Right. Yeah, sorry. I just got this <laughs> because so because I didn't want to be rude for our live viewers and get up mid show to get another beer. I brought two beers into my little office studio, and apparently it's hotter in here than I thought. Because even though this beer's only been sitting here thirty minutes, it's mm, it's warm now. It's a warm beer. Yummy. Um, whatever. I'll drink it. Never waste a beer. Never waste a beer. Uh, so, pre... I mean, okay. I guess the main prediction to put yourself out there on is first game of the season. Do you start Fabianski or Ariola? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm team Fabes, obviously, but like, I think you signed Ariola. He's gonna start. He's your number one, right? Because what he's he's what twenty eight, and Fabianski's what thirty four. Right, I, and dude, also like just like I know it was like, did we need another keeper? I don't know, but like I think that like that is worth the money we spent. Honestly, just because like Fabianski's kind of been injury prone the last couple of years, and it wasn't like super extended injuries. It was two years ago, but last year, likely, it wasn't like a super long extended period of time and Darren Randolph was a solid guy to fill in but like I don't want Darren Randolph starting Europa games and I'm I'm so happy that like we have the depth that keeper now like Darren Randolph is cool but like I was shitting my pants when we were playing Tottenham and they're like oh also in warm-ups Fabianski injured himself and now it's Darren Randolph I was like wait no 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 and then we went we went on to dominate and I mean we did the double against Tottenham last year obviously as everybody knows or no, we didn't. We, we it counts as a win because it was a tie win. It was, a, it was a draw win. Yeah. All right. We stole yeah. a point. It was it was the West Ham double, is what we'll call it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I I, I think that. Yeah, I, I I think having the backup as a keeper or having having a backup keeper that could be Fabianski or Ariola and like the the fact that you can swap them in and out throughout the season like. You can ride the hot hand, kind of, if you want to go hockey style like that. Like, I don't know. I, I think the Ariola is going to be the one guy. Yeah, I, I, I think Ariola is going to start in the league, and I think Fabianski is going to be the, the backup slash cup goalkeeper. And I think it looks. I think he's at this point. But Fabianski in a cup game is sick, though. Yeah, he's. I would be super, and, and I think that's maybe what's maybe because at the end of that, here he is in the twilight of his career. Obviously, goalkeepers can play longer than our outfield mm. players. But realistically, he's not going to play for another big team after us. So I think as long as we keep playing European football, like I say, realistically, if even we lose all of our European games and cup games, he's still going to get at least eight games in goal. I think he'd be happy with that, playing in Europe as the backup. Yeah. So I, I think that's the best for him because, as we've seen in the last couple of years, he can't, unfortunately, play 38 games in the league. So I think that's the best option. But, yeah, respect for him. 
I'm and then do you like like I don't I, I don't understand how they work with keepers where like depending at a certain point like Ariel is gonna start in like Europa if we get to a to a point then like do you swap like Fabianski and if it's a game against Norwich on Wednesday and then you have Europa against I don't know insert random team from like the Czech Republic that'll probably be in there or something like that like do you swap it at a certain point. Like I don't know how they play. I don't know how coaches do that with keepers. Okay, I'm not. So, I'm not new enough. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I mean, I into, I haven't known this sport long enough. At least West Ham hasn't been good enough for me to know this. Yeah, this is this is uncharted water for a long time, West Ham. But yeah, I could see, depending on how we're performing in the league, I could see a potential if if we advance through into Europa League, say quarterfinals. I could see a position where Moyes goes, okay, let's do the big swapsy and, okay, Ariola, you're in goal because you're our best goalkeeper or number one goalkeeper. And Fabianski, you're starting this weekend right. in the Premier League. I think that makes sense, but it depends. I'm just worried that, you know, that I don't think we're... I think at the end of the day, yes, we haven't added really much depth to the squad or any depth to the squad other than the goalkeeper position, but we still have the same squad. Are very good players, right? So I'm with not... more experience together. Some people have been putting out saying, oh, because of the extra games and blah blah blah, is this going to be the European curse and the West Ham going to be in the relegation fight this year? I unless positive we... only, yeah. Unless like if unless we if we don't add any more players, I could definitely see us not having the same season we did last year. No, we're going to though. But worst case scenario, I think we're gonna we'll finish like between eighth and twelfth. I don't think we're gonna be in a relegation battle because we still have the quality of players. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things. If you can't look ahead of forty six games because just of one freak injury, and then that changes their fucking everything. So you, who knows? We had a lot but, of injury luck last year where we didn't have too many guys go down. Hopefully, we have that that same kind of thing again. We just need to stop scoring our own goals and getting people sent off. That's it. So, if we can avoid Mike Dean, then for the whole season, we're good probably, to go. and yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah, if we if we don't have them referee any of our games, we could potentially win the league this year. Who knows? Probably. And the Europa League double double. We'll take it. We'll take it. We we'll take all everything. And and the FA Cup. And the Carabao. Is it the Carabao Cup still? I don't know. Something like that. I remember back in back in my day, it used to be called the Coca Cola Cup, and it was so much cooler sounding. It does sound cooler. The Carabao Cup. I don't even know what Carabao is. Eventually, it's like an energy drink. Apparently, I learned that last yeah, it's, year. It's like a cheap man's Red Bull. We don't drink that here. I don't, I don't even know if they sell it here. I don't think they do. But speaking of that, also Red Bull. Like, I was so upset when they. Their bid to take over West Ham got turned down. That would have been cool as fuck. That would have been tight. Because say whatever you want about Red Bull, they look after their brands. They do. They care. The shit out of that. They'll buy a bunch of shit for you. Bunch of nice stuff. Because I know with their investment in Formula 1, because I remember recently... I don't know, do you follow Formula 1 or keep up with Formula 1? Not really. Okay, so Mercedes... So Red Bull dominant. For about four or five years and then mercedes suddenly became dominant 
and Red Bull were threatening to pull out of Formula One because basically they're children. They're like, ah, if I'm not going to win it, I don't want to do it. Which is a great mentality to have if they're owning your football club because they're like, fuck right. it, we want to win. Here's some more money. Win. Keep going. That'd have been awesome. Like people were afraid that we were going to be cool because obviously their branding is like Red Bull, uh, New York Red Bulls, and blah blah blah. Right? Oh, we're going to be called the London Red Bulls or something? Or something? The no. West Ham Red Bulls. But I would, I think our kit would look tight as fuck with instead of Betway the Red Bull logo, that would look tight as shit. That would be pretty cool. Are you, are you a, a Red Bulls or a NYCFC guy? Yeah, I mean, or do you just not give two shits about the MLS? I've been betting it, so I sort of care a little bit more, but... I have no idea what's bad. been going on in it. But if I had to pick, I'm a Red Bulls guy, because... Because I, I was big Red Bull fan in Formula 1, so I was like, oh, New York Red Bulls, they're my team. And then I think I think I was a Red Bulls fan before NY, NYCFC was even a thing. So I right. say, you know... Got to stay true to my. You can't switch teams, so that's fair. And I did. I've, I've been to one Red Bulls game, and they beat the Galaxy two nil. So that's pretty cool. You're on their lucky charm. There you plus, go. Plus, plus when they score a goal, they play Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine, which is cool as fuck. So oh, that is really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's one more reason to root for the Red Bulls instead of NYCFC. Is, is the MLS season still going? Or is that still yeah. going? I don't know. It's like is right it... in the middle of it, I think. Ooh, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, um, Dynamo are not doing well. But before we, I mean, we are going off on a tangent here, but this is my venting about... Because here is why America's stupid, because it's too goddamn big. And so you have your local TV networks. And so when the Red Bulls are playing at home... Even if a major network is carrying the game, mm-hmm. they have the local blackout. Oh, because you, you can't stream it because you don't have cable. That's why. Hmm. So they. Ha- That's why so you don't right, cut the cord, dude. Even if. What is it? What does uh, MLS. Oh, is that Fox? Or ESPN? I think it's ESPN. So let's just say ESPN is showing the Red Bulls game, but they're playing in New Jersey. I can't watch that mm. on the ESPN app because of the local blackout. So I have to watch it on, I think it's MSG Network. Is that the local affiliate here? Or the... Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, but they don't have a fucking Roku app. So rather than enjoying this game on my TV, I have to sit there with my iPhone and watch this. Yeah, they made it kind of difficult. Like, they're trying to get... Like, eventually we're going to get caught up with this, but, like, that's why... And you're not one of those people that talk shit about like, oh, I cut the cord and I haven't missed it yet. But it's like, that's why I don't cut the cord because I can just be like, oh, the Dynamo. And not that I, like, I watch the Dynamo if they're on and I'm paying attention. And it's like, but they're on Quest TV and you have to like be in your home on your Wi-Fi to stream it or you have to have the cable. And it's like, okay, I'll just throw it on TV. Like, I like just being able to do that. I don't want to miss an event or a sporting event because of it. Like, oh, I don't have the streaming thing. Cutting the cord is bullshit. Because there's so many times where I have to, like, oh, what do I want to watch? What is that? Is that is that Netflix? Is that Prime? Oh, yeah. You have to, like, is that look Apple? It up. Is that Disney Plus? Is that Peacock? You're I don't know, I fucking know. 15 different apps, yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. Because we was watching, what was we watching? 
we got into a show, but then we stopped watching it. I think it was like, um, so we we have a insider with my friend. So we have a thing called the, you know, the, did you ever watch the Great British Bake Off? I know what it is. I've not watched it. Okay. So we call shows like that, like they're the Great British Fake Offs. So you have like Lego Masters. and So basically the same fucking show, but it's like, Oh, yeah. different topic and there was one we was watching where it was dog groomers and each week it would be like this week you have to groom this dog to make it out like a food item and shit. it was like the weirdest fucking shit ever but we was like binge watching it and then we forgot about it and I was, but then it's that rather than just searching for it you'd be like what what was that on what was we watching where, where, yeah we have to Google it, and it's like this is too much effort. Fuck's sake! <laughs> oh yeah, don't cut the cord. Or if you are going to cut the cord, get YouTube TV. I think that's probably the best, even though it's expensive. It's the closest thing to cable you're going to get. It's cool, but there you go. So yeah, in summary, West Ham are going to win against Newcastle. I'm going to say two one. We're doing pre- predictions two one. I, I was going to go two nil. I think. I think two one. It's early in the season. I feel like we'll, watch. We'll go down one nil, and we'll see. This team's got a little heart. Actually, I don't want to go down one nil, but like that'd be very West Ham to start the season off one nil. And I'm even gonna go so far as to predict that the goal scorers, Antonio and Ben Rama, are gonna get one each. I'm gonna say Ben Rama and Suchek. Ooh. Onion Volcanoes all around, though. If he scores on the opener, I am going to Benihana to get Onion Volcanoes. Okay. Or I'll make That's a what... damn Onion Volcano. Benihana! Listen. This is a great opportunity for a sponsorship deal here. Like, we, Imagine if we could do like, hey, if Ben Rama scores, go to your local Benihana and say, Clarity and Big Blue Podcast sent you and you get 10% off your bill. That'd be great. That'd be pretty sick. Come on, Benihana. Listen, Benihana. Do it. Come. Come to us. <laughs> Make shit happen. There is literally tens of people listening to this. You could get their custom. <laughs> I'm hot. All right. right. I think that wraps it up nicely. But I mean, obviously, it's a nice little... Get back in the swing of things. Episode one of season two, I guess. Uh, next week's when the real shit goes down because we actually get to talk about an actual West Ham game, competitive game, obviously. And we know, you know, West Ham are Betway champions of the world. That's true. Uh, being Atalanta, 2-1. Two, two, I mean, two, all my teams two, are winning stuff, man. USA's winning the Olympics. We're winning the Gold Cup. We're winning the Nations League. Winning the Betway Cup. Probably going to win the EPL. Probably gonna win the Super Bowl, the Europa League, and the Giants win the Super Bowl. So it's just uh, looking like a great year. Real year. I'm absolutely shocked if the Giants don't make the playoffs this year. We're going, yeah. to, dude. I was on, I was on, uh, Claire, or I was on um, Beer Sports this Whatever last night. This is Claire Big Blue. I was on Beer Sports. They all blend in after you do. Just like I'm, I'm doing six again. That's a brag. Um, but uh, I was on Claret and Beer and Whatever last night. <laughs> He was like, I think the Giants aren't going to, I don't think the Giants are going to be very good this next year. I was like, dude, I think they're under the radar, bro. Don't sell, don't sell them short. 
I mean, do something short. That's what we want everybody to do. But I think I was like, they, they'll fuck around getting the playoffs. They'll fuck around getting the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team. But I mean, you know, that's a good thing. If, if other people and other teams think we're going to do trash, good, think that. Think yeah, that. keep doubting us. That's like, I, I Fuel didn't understand. that fire. I didn't understand when people were like Chelsea fans and Man United fans who would be like, oh, why is Declan Rice... Uh, valued at 100 million he's he's not even that good and people would argue with them like, no let them think he's not that good I don't like okay don't sign him then i don't care we'll keep him like whatever like why would you <laughs> argue with that like just whatever. right Fuck off. stay away from our players uh okay so podcast king we've got some more content if you do want to listen to more of us we uh we're kind of like swingers. You know, we get together once a week, but we do our own thing on the side. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, we're podcast swingers. Hashtag podcast swingers. Um, tomorrow, weird. Don't go with that. I don't like that. No, we're not going to run with that. We're not going to get that t-shirt. It's a whole different you. kind of vibe, I feel like. <laughs> we're putting out there if we say that. Well, then we might get a whole new audience. Who knows? It would be. I don't think they're going to find what they came here looking for, though. I'm going to clip this. What is it? 49 minutes. <laughs> And I'm going to use hashtag podcast swingers and see what happens. Let's see. All right. Um, we'll see. But uh, so a new episode of Past Gravy coming out tomorrow. What yeah. have the Gravy Gang got in store with that show? Uh, I mean, we're going to tell you guys what's not cool this week. We're going to tell you, talk about things Jesus might do. He found himself in today's times. Obviously, we're going to celebrate winning the Olympics, being the world champs of the world. And uh, talk a little Field of Dreams because they're going to play that game. The Yankees and White Sox are going to play a game in the Field of Dreams. And That's just nice. uh, all kinds of other stuff. A little football, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Tune in to Pass the Gravy at Pass Gravy Pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And then if you watch the show, Big Brother, uh, at Pass the Gravy Bro. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And if you don't, check out Big Brother. It's a dope show. You can binge it all on Paramount+. Plus. And then listen to the podcast and keep up. We do live episodes after each episode of Big Brother. We do it on Facebook Live. When's the next episode of Big Brother? Um, Tomorrow night and then Thursday night. Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. We should catch up first. You're not going to get it if you just watch it. I'm not going to catch up on a month of Big Brother. You could burn through it. I don't know. You were just saying how bored you are. Watch Big Brother. That's a that's no, it's not not necessarily a better case of me being bored. It's have I got Maybe enough time? Up. Just look on YouTube. You can find like recaps. If I do, you'll get sucked in and you'll like it. You, you have to. If I if I do, you have to let me in on your show tomorrow night. If you catch up on the entire season, if you My watch past- every episode of. Oh, that's yes. so many episodes. I'm not gonna be able to do that. You do it, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, you can like you can watch on stuff on YouTube. You can like catch up and see like they, they like summarize the weeks. All right, and then and then what do I have to or give you? Like, just listen like, to every episode of Past to Give You Bro. So I have to give you like a thousand word essay on yeah. Bro so far. To, to exactly. But anyway, but I do like the fact that it's. You know, you you obviously haven't got much planned for tomorrow's episode of Passgrave, where you just kind of just named your segments. So yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna talk about what would Jesus do, and uh, well, those cool. have been killing it lately. So I got some ideas I want to throw out, and we'll uh, we'll discuss. 
I mean, how long has that been a segment? It's been like a few years, right? That's so that's over a year. Well, we were di we did it, and people got mad, and I was like, "Well, I'm only going to do it until people keep submitting stuff." And so everybody just kept submitting stuff, so it keeps going. <laughs> what would Jesus do if he was hashtag PTGWWJD? Uh, I was. Uh, I think the rings is what I said he would do. Now I'm just thinking like, no, would, would he actually do, would, he, would he be like, okay, I'm Jesus, I'm gonna fucking boss this and win a gold medal, or yeah. would he feel He's bad Jesus. and he would be like, I'll, I'll just get the silver, I'll let this guy get the gold because I'm Jesus. No, I think I think he's perfect. He'd go, he'd go for perfection. Oh, imagine if Jesus came back and then like won Olympic gold and like literally just like did the suck it like, boom, I'm Jesus, bitch, boom, that beat me. <laughs> That'd be all. If if Jesus came back and he was a dick. That would be awesome. Oh, I'd be there for that. <laughs> I would be. Um, I don't but yeah, know. Then... <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting thing to see. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Hashtag Jesus suck it. Um, Whoa. Then <laughs> I'm coming up with some fire hashtags <laughs> tonight. Uh, but then also check out new episode of Box coming out tomorrow where we are talking about Suicide Squad. New movie came out. Um, and then also Steven Seagal somehow staying relevant. We're going to be talking about him uh, being scammed by some cryptocurrency. That's pretty fun. Ooh. Pretty fun. Ooh. I, just for the thumbnail of that, I had to do some Google image searches of Steven Seagal. Dude, that guy, is, I'm not even like fat shaming. He's not fat. He's just, he's just bloated. He got big. Like, he, he got he big. Looks, he doesn't look fat. He just looks bloated. Like It's weird. If you look it up, if you listen to this, Google him and search Steven Seagal. It's, it's weird. He looks weird, but whatever. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. So, yeah. That wraps it up for episode one. Technically episode 36. But episode one of season two of and Big Week Podcast. Previewing the future of the NFL season. Big times coming next week where we actually get to talk about an actual competitive West Ham game. And we're going to talk about why after the Giants beat the Jets preseason. Why that means we're going to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, but oh, and then, uh, also, don't forget seahorses forever. Yeah, I'm gonna keep that going. Until uh, yeah. then, make sure you follow us at CBB Bard. Go to get the Viola Dime shirt. Note that way. There we go. Boop. At merch.cbbpod.com. Follow us at Mr. Mike Fish at Alex J Middleton. And until then, we will see you next Tuesday.